When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, for you guys just joining in, uh, just waking up, hopefully not this late, on a Monday morning. It's no longer holiday time. Uh, Washington fired Ron Rivera earlier this morning. They hired Bob Myers, Golden State team president, GM, during their dynastic run uh, in the Bay Area. And Rick Spielman, former Minnesota GM for several years. Uh, He was with Miami before that for many years. As advisors to Josh Harrison, part of a search committee to identify 
find and then hire the team's next head of football operations and head coach. Lots of names being mentioned on the coaching side, uh, reports of interviews for requests uh, to interview Ben Johnson, Aaron Glenn, both with Detroit, Raheem Morris in L.A., uh, Anthony Weaver in Baltimore, Jim Harbaugh, obviously uh, the coach tonight for Michigan in the national championship game. And then on the GM side, Adam Peters from San Francisco, Borgonzi uh, in KC, Hallaby in Philly, Glenn Cook in Cleveland, and Ian Cunningham in Chicago. And with that, we bring in courtesy of our BetQL guest hotline, Courtney Cronin. Courtney's done such a phenomenal job over the years covering the Vikings. Uh, now, uh, for the last couple of years, has covered the Bears. She does a great job on ESPN Radio. Um, and Courtney joins us right now because I was thinking about somebody that covered both Spielman and then Cunningham, whose name came out this morning. Um, follow Courtney on Twitter at Courtney R. Cronin. So let's start with Rick Spielman because you covered him in Minnesota. I don't know that he's going to be the GM. It sounds like he's just part of the search committee, so I'm assuming he won't be. But what what should Washingtonians, Washington fans know about Rick Spielman? Well, Kevin, he's been in this field for a long time. Yep. I mean, he was the general manager of the Vikings from 2012 through the 2021 season, but he was with the organization longer than that. They used to have this thing, the triangle of authority uh, under with like Mike Tice, Rick Spielman, um, Rob Brzezinski was in there as well. And then he got the GM title when they moved away from that organizational model in 12. And I mean, he's had some, he had some very good draft classes. They had some misses as well, but if there's anyone that knows the landscape of the NFL and understands the process of how these interviews should go, having done them before, it's Rick Spielman. Like oftentimes, and this is no knock on this individual, but I think we're at a time where we're going away from the Bill Polian is the only person in the NFL who can be in these search committees and setting these interview processes up. Like I think it's time to go maybe a little bit younger, a little bit more recent of experience in these front offices. Um, and that's the direction that it sounds like Washington's going. I think you've got to really commend Josh Harris for the job that he's doing, casting, I mean, you've read all those names, a very wide net. But to have Bob Myers, who just came off of a Golden State front office, you know, Eight months ago, he was in that job. Um, you know, to have him, he's now working for ESPN, at least in like the, you know, the temporary. Uh, I don't think he will be a TV person forever, but this is a good opportunity for him to still be able to use his expertise and, and have it lead to a hiring, you know, somebody being hired in that role. And, you know, for Rick, he's been, he's been chomping at the bit to get back in. You know, people I've talked with around the league feel like it's only a matter of time for him to maybe not become a GM again because he did have, you know, he had a long run with Minnesota and, you know, it's at a certain point you go into those advisor sort of roles. And to my understanding, that is what this is. This is not him, you know, joining the staff or throwing his name in the hat, but he's going to be sorting through that litany, uh, you know, the, the long list of, of names that you just read there that are going to be the people who are interviewing to take over that role that Martin Mayhew held for so long. Yeah, I mean, I'll ask you about one of those people, Ian Cunningham, in a moment. But mm-hmm. does does that does a type of general manager stand out to you that a Rick Spielman would be looking for? 
Well, more analytically I, based or more, you know, kind of old school scout, you know, somebody with a resume, somebody new. Rick is a very good scout and a talent evaluator. And the way that he and the Vikings structured their front office, it was the, it was a great mix of, you know, George Payton, who was a terrific right. he was his assistant general manager for a long time arguably one of the best evaluators in the NFL. And that's something that I've heard for years now from people who have worked with him, people who know his eye for talent. And Rick, Rick is a scout at heart. I mean, he is, he is a, he's a believer in the college process. That is something I think that's probably going to weigh very heavily on the, and, you know, at least on his, what he's going to, you know, turn in as far as his notes, candidates, he likes candidates. He doesn't like, he is a college guy through and through. So Candidates who who are leaning towards building through the draft, that's going to be music through his to his ears. Now, Bob Myers, obviously, being with the Golden State Warriors, I covered them, you know, during those championship years, you know, through the 16-17 season. Um, they're very analytically driven, so I think you have the best of both worlds, honestly, where you've got somebody who's got an incredible eye for like the for talent who wants to, you know, be out there grinding tape, all of that, and then you have Bob Myers, who's on, you know, the you know the, the cutting edge of it uh, with how, what, how he ran his front office in Golden State. And someone like Ian Cunningham, who, you know, I've gotten to know here in Chicago, fits both of those things. I mean, he was in Philly's front office for a long time. He was with Baltimore. He can, you know, do all of the scouting element. Um, but also, he's a very analytically driven, very, you know, process-driven individual. And to me, it's like if you have somebody who has the best of those bro- both worlds, then you have a candidate that's probably going to fit, you know, who both Bob Myers and Rick Spielman would suggest to be able to move on past the initial rounds of these interviews. I mean, it's, it's a, they've got a, it sounds like they're interviewing all the hot candidates and, and for good reason, you know, you want to get a start on this early. They're moving faster than Carolina's and some of the other teams that have had openings and good for them for doing it this way, because being aggressive gets you the top candidates. And, you know, when you put, when you put the resources into this with how they're trying to make sure that no stone goes unturned, typically you have a you know a good result at the end of that. I didn't re- even realize that you were in the Bay Area and you covered Bob Myers and the Warriors as well. So this was the you were the perfect person to call. By the way, so specific to Ian Cunningham, who's worked for 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 Ryan Poles. Tell me right now what your gut is as far as what Chicago does with Eberflus and Poles. I think we're going to have, I don't think we'll have an answer until Wednesday. Um, if you listen to Kevin Warren and he, he said this at least through Tracy Wolfson on the CBS broadcast last night, this was his interview with her prior to the game. And Kevin pointed to his early days with the St. Louis Rams. And he's a big Dick Vermeil disciple. I mean, that is, that is what those, he doesn't invoke his name without reason. That's somebody who's a mentor to him. And Kevin pointed to, the rebuild or at least the build that they were on to build those championship team, that championship team in the early 2000s with the Rams. Um, And he pointed to year three and he said that he saw a lot of similarities between where the bears are and where the Rams are. Now, did the green Bay game change his opinion all that much? We'll find that out soon. But by that logic, and typically you don't see organizations make decisions in a vacuum. So you'd like to look at the entire body of work, not just the clunker that they had in green Bay determining who stays and who goes. But 
I think by that logic, I would not be surprised if Matt Eberflus is back in 2024. I do think that there's probably a need to change the offensive coordinator. And with that probably means that the quarterback is on his way somewhere else in the off season, but they like Eberflus. They do. And this locker room likes Eberflus too. I know that that's kind of not music to the ears of a lot of bears fans, but we'll see what they end up doing because Kevin Warren, you know, this will be when we hear from him this week, this will be the first time he's talked publicly at length since he was hired a year ago. And there's a lot of business items to check off, not just the coaching staff, um, you know, kind of what his role is going to be in the football operations part, but the stadium, which, you know, kind of came to a halt after, uh, you know, negotiations over tax stuff. It's like, you know, way in the weeds business-wise. That stuff happened in the spring. But there's a lot at stake here, and they're going to be busy the next couple of days. I know that it's Black Monday, and it's a day where – there's a lot of movement, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears end up dragging this out till Wednesday or Thursday this week. You know, bringing Kevin Warren's name just into the conversation, this is the Kevin Warren who was the Big Ten commissioner before he went to Chicago and, by the way, was in Minnesota for several correct. years. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he became the first black like COO or very lofty title before Jason Wright became here in Washington, the first ever black team president in the NFL. He helped the Wilfs um, position their bid to become owners because he at that time was in the process of trying to become a minority owner um, in the NFL around the 2005, 2006 time frame when the Vikings were sold from Red McCombs to the, to the Wilfs. And he was a huge part of that. And, You've seen the Minnesota Vikings and where they've come since 2006 all the way till now. Obviously, the wins on the field, they haven't been able to get back to that NFC Championship game from 2017, which is my first year covering them, but they've always been relevant. And they always have, um, you know, they're always talked about. And I think the way that they've positioned themselves, I mean, the stadium in itself, that's the blueprint that Kevin Warren's trying to follow here. But this is a different structure. You know, Rick Spielman, everything's kind of come in full circle today. I'm glad that we're talking about this because, you know, you brought up Rick Spielman. He was in with the Vikings and he and Kevin Warren right. operated in separate, you know, in separate entities. And they both reported to the, to, to the owner, to Mark and Ziggy Wills. Um, it's different here. Kevin Warren's over the football operations side. You don't typically see that with a lot of organizations. You typically have your team president over quote unquote, the business side of the building and then your GM over the um, football operations side of the organization. Kevin Warren's over both. So this is a very unique set of circumstances in Chicago that you know, might lead to business being done in a different way than it has been in terms of who's making the decisions, who has the juice, who has the autonomy. And I know that Kevin Warren wants to empower Ryan Poles, and we'll get to see what those decisions ultimately end up being, because Poles has been a, a vocal supporter of Matt Eberflus over the last couple of months when they start out 2-7 and seven and they end up finishing 7-10. and 10. And even as late as yesterday, he's given a vote of confidence to the head coach. So we'll see how that thing shakes out, but I would not imagine we'll have a decision on that until middle of the week at the earliest. Man, I thought Courtney Eberflus did such a phenomenal job. I mean, before yesterday, like the two losses were games that they had won. I mean, they had double-digit leads against the Lions in Detroit and Cleveland and Cleveland and lost those games. If not, they would have been playing for a playoff spot um, yesterday. I, I, and you said it was a clunker yesterday. Didn't see the game. I did see the hit that Fields took. I can't believe that didn't get flagged. 
you yeah, know, on that I drive can't either. down. I mean, but this, this has become the norm for him. I honestly don't know. I don't know what the solution is there um, as far as when he gives him. It's, it's, he's going to have to do the Philip Rivers slide head first thing. I think that that's where this is trending if there's not a rule change for quarterbacks in the future because, you know, and it's it's not that Jonathan Owens led with head-to-head contact. He led no. with his shoulder. It's just that, his, you know, he went low and Fields was already sliding. And the strangest part to me in all of this was that he's on the field for two plays after that. He gets, you know, the independent um, concussion evaluator, whatever the title is for that doctor, um, they pull him in the tent. He's in the tent for 30 seconds, not even. And then he comes back out. Right so back. It, it, did they circumvent the process? Is that something that needs to be talked about? When I asked Fields <laughs> about it yesterday, he said that he was naturally trying to hurry it up and get himself back out there. He said they asked him where he was um, and didn't go into more than that. I don't know. There could have been more than that because he was in there for a hot second and was back in the field. So that's something I think the NFLPA is probably going to want to look a little bit further into. But when it comes to, you know, what we saw in the game and Matt Eberflus very vocal about it on the sideline, like this is something that's become the norm for Justin Fields. He's not getting those flags. And I do believe that defenders are in a difficult position when you have a mobile quarterback like that, who does take off out of the pocket and, what are you supposed to do is the message you get from defenders. Yeah. Like how are they supposed to defend that? Because like we saw in that bowl game a couple of weeks ago, I think it was Northwestern in right. Utah where the quarterback, you know, fake slides, jukes the guy, and then he ends up running for a yeah. first down. Like that's something you have to prevent against. And I yep. don't know what the answer is here. Like I wish I did because yeah. we've seen it routinely. Um, and it's not just a matter of, Oh, certain quarterbacks don't get flagged. Certain ones do there has to be something done to the process of making sure that those plays are called uniformly. Yeah. I, I, I was cheating, um, turning away from our blowout loss, by the way, a, a, a fun blowout loss. Cause it nailed down the number two pick in the draft. I had Chicago plus three and I was watching that drive on red zone. And unfortunately, Nathan Peterman came into the game and that never <laughs> works out uh, for anybody. We're talking to Courtney Cronin. Courtney covers the Bears, but covered the Vikings for a while. All right, so let's wrap it up with this. If I told you that they hired Cunningham to be their next general manager, who do you think they'd go after as a head coach? That is a great question. Um, When you think about who might be on Ian Cunningham's shortlist, uh, I know that it sounds like they're doing the – you know, the interviews simultaneously, or at least putting those requests out. So, you know, if they're going to interview Jim Harbaugh, they're waiting until after tonight. If they're going to interview Bill Belichick, then that probably comes at some point. We don't even know if he's leaving or staying. Um, I, you take a look at what his background is, Philadelphia, Baltimore. um, You know, he, he played at UVA. He has Dallas roots. I think that you make those ties. Um, and naturally try to find some sort of common ground. But this is a job with a blank canvas for the first time in a very long time. So I don't know if it necessarily follows the blueprint of these are my head coaching candidates because they came from my tree or I came up with these coaches. I have a lot of respect for these coaches. I think you can get a massive name in Washington and for, for someone like Ian Cunningham, for someone like Glenn Cook, I mean, who has been part of these interviews before with Cleveland, like he's a very strong candidate. And I know that this will not be his first um, and last interview request that comes through. But, you know, 
it's not I don't think it will be as simple as the candidates that they bring in. I think since they are casting such a wide net, you, you will get like the cream of the crop to interview at a place like this, knowing you have the number two overall pick. Um, and who knows if 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 they believe that they can, you know, get Ian Cunningham in there and he can get Chicago and Ryan Poles to trade in the number one overall pick, maybe that sets him over the edge um, and puts him in like the driver's it's, seat. I feel like that's yeah. a tough sell right now, but they're in a very advantageous situation having the number two overall pick, the salary cap space, the, um, you know, the, the, the forward thinking. Um, I, I like that Josh Harris didn't call himself an owner. What do you call himself? Like a managing partner or principal, yeah. principal yeah. man. I, I just think he seems like he's really got it. And obviously I don't have any, na- any connection to him or know him, but. Well, the playbook just, here is just to do what Dan didn't do. And then yeah, you're, it's just you're like good. the complete opposite action yeah. of that, and sometimes that's like the baseline of getting the franchise off the ground. And, and it's well, going to be just, really yeah. exciting to see when the Bears go visit Washington next year what that team looks like. That's and right. The, the infrastructure Bears are on and the schedule. What the I've got thir- like. I got thirty seconds, and I I love talking to you every time I have you on. But real quickly, you just mentioned that would be interesting, right? Ian Cunningham to D.C., and then he and Ryan Poles are pulling yeah. off a deal for Washington to go up one spot to number one. So. Right now, what do you think Chicago does with number one overall? I think we'll get an idea on that this week. If Luke Getze is fired, there's no way that they should keep Justin Fields in, in, on the team because he's going to be learning a third offense in four years. I think at that point you have a clear path towards a clean slate and going to draft a quarterback. Great to hear from you. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Uh, take care. Happy New Year to you. Anytime. Thanks so much, Kevin. Yep, Courtney Cronin, everybody, from ESPN. Uh, We'll finish up with a prediction on the game tonight and just recapping everything else. Don't forget, coming up 13 minutes from now, Josh Harris will carry his press conference live here on the Team 980. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. 
Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.